All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. 17 after four, we welcome into the program the uh, head coach at Waco High, Lyndon Held. Lyndon, good afternoon. How are you? Good, sir. How are you? Man, terrific. We appreciate your time today. Know that you're, you're getting ready. Uh, as uh, as you continue practice preparing for, for that opening weekend. So you've got a couple of practices under your belt uh, just talk about the advantages that spring and, and, and those summer drills were able to give to you as you move forward and, and started I- implementing your new your new program. Well, I mean, spring's huge just because of, I mean, you get to evaluate your players. The players get to know you. You get to develop relationships. Uh, you can spend a lot more time with your, your guys. You know, if, if you don't do spring, you get a week, right? Uh, but with spring, you get all those 16 practices. You get a ton of more work done uh, doing spring football than you could if you didn't. So uh, that that's really, really significant. And then, of course, the summer, it, it helps the big guys in conditioning and some basic you know, fundamental footwork. They don't really get to take on a, a lot of blocks or anything of that nature. But where it really helps you is with your DBs, your receivers, your quarterbacks. Everybody's playing seven-on-seven seven and finding uh, spots to really work that in and and then is obviously with myself coming in, there's turnover of coaches because there's a new staff and being able to get my guys in place, uh, they're going to help me build uh, what we want to build here at Waco is really important too. So that's uh, this summer we got a lot of those guys in place and they were able to build relationships with our kids as well. So uh, a lot of, a lot of big steps we took uh, that, that were very promising and, and makes us pretty excited about the fall. How how good was it to actually be able to get out on the field and start going in some of those football drills and football motions and the excitement of the kids with the new staff? Well, I mean it's 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 really exciting. Uh, it's especially exciting when you see them grasp begin to grasp the concepts. You know, I'm a I'm a defensive guy by nature, uh, and and so uh, as as kids start to see and recognize based on their their coaching their uh, you know, routes or begin to route recognize or, or, or play recognize or fit recognize stuff, and it starts to become kind of second nature, that's when it gets exciting. You know, uh, being a head coach, uh, you you do a lot of different things, but that's what you really signed up for in the first place is you really want to coach football. Uh, and so being able to just coach football in the summer and not have to worry about, you know, uh, the, the all the, the litany of things that I'm having to worry about now, that's just kind of n- a nice time for your staff and, and for me especially. We talked about spring, and we've talked about uh, the uh, sports-specific time that you were able to get during the, uh, during the summer. So when you started this week, were the kids all on the same page when it comes to terminology and, and, and those type of things, or, did you, or are you still having to teach some of that stuff? No, I mean, we're going to add, obviously. Uh, it's really important, you know, that the coaches are really good teachers. And so uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to look at how they're progressing, and then we're going to add things uh, as we, we do things well, right? We can't do it right one time. We've got to do it right every time before we move forward. And so uh, we're, we're going to add uh, as our kids progress. That, that's important. But that, there was so much uh, that was already – completed at least base concepts uh and if you can't play base boy you're in for a long year so <laughs> uh, at least our base concepts were we're ready to go and the kids understood that and and, and understood how to play it what to do uh how to react uh 
Uh, and now we're just trying to close those windows, speed up all the other stuff that we need to speed up as we get more and more reps. Coach, a lot of times when there is a coaching change, there, there's a lot of reasons for it. But some of the things that, that happen is a, a culture change. You need to change the culture. You need to change the, the mindset or some of those things have to be done. Has that been the case for you and your staff? And has it been successful to this point? Yeah, it, 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 it has. We've, we've had a lot of uh, a change. And, uh, you know, I, I brought in guys for, for two reasons, right? Great character, great work ethic. I've said that in a lot of different interviews, but it's 100% true. Uh, and so I wanted guys that would demand a lot of kids that could be relational with our kids and our student athletes. Uh, you know, I don't need them to be an outsider that a, a kid can't relate to. Uh, I need them to be able to develop relationships with uh, and that's on any staff. Uh, but the demands are now starting to come because the guys that are in those places understand what's expected of them. Uh, I'm a pretty straight shooter. Uh, so, I, I mean, I try to mean what I say and say what I mean. I tell the kids all the time, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I'm going to tell you the truth. Uh, and that doesn't mean I'm doing it uh, to damage them or hurt them. It's just so uh, it's because I care enough about them to, to tell them the truth. Uh, and so those demands begin to be, uh, you know, followed through with. They understand those demands. Uh, but this is the first time we've had everybody in place where we're practicing football. Now we're getting ready for a season. And so it, it, the demands are higher than they've ever been. And, and the kids understand that. I just think, uh, you know, you got to start with relationships and then you got to start really putting demands on them to change your culture. Rules without relationships to me always equal rebellion. And so I, I really focus on those relationships early. But now those demands are higher than we've ever had them at Waco High. You mentioned that uh, you're, you're preparing for for the season. And this may be a little unfair uh, since you have not had a scrimmage or a game yet. But what, what do you like about this team? What, what, what could be potentially one of your big strengths in, in this football team? Well, I think, I think we have some very explosive playmakers on offense, especially at receiver. Uh, I think we've got some guys that can really uh, do some things with the ball, you know, yards after catch, as well as uh, getting vertical. There's a couple guys that are, that are pretty athletic in, in getting vertical and will create some problems uh, as long as we can deliver them the ball. And then defensively, there, there are times where we are very disruptive up front with our D-line. Uh, and, and we're starting – what we're really starting to do is we're starting to understand run fits and how to react. Uh, you know, defensively, you never want a, a defensive team that, that has to think a lot. We, we try to make ourselves very multiple, but we try to allow our kids to react and, and play fast. And so that's beginning to happen. So that reaction time gives me a lot of hope. That, that ability up front uh, is giving me a lot of hope in what we can do. But I, I'm like I said, I told the kids, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie to you either. We still got uh, a ways to go in, in certain areas. But man, we've come a long ways from uh, you know when I got here in Feb- February 1st. That is for sure. Hey, coach, thanks. We we know you're busy at, and looking forward to uh, to getting over and watching your practice. And we appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. Go uh, go out, uh, go have a good day. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. That is uh, Lyndon Health, the head football coach at Waco High. We we had Coach Lasseter from University on the other day. And uh, Ward, for me, I, I just think that uh, uh, just talking to both of those coaches, 
uh, the excitement level. Leave these guys alone. Let them build, and they're going to. I, I just, I, I just believe that. I don't know how you feel, but again, I'm just listening to these guys and, and what they're, what they're trying to do, what their goals are, and, and how they're going about doing it at both university and at Waco High. It's kind of exciting to me. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a fun thing to watch those build their program mm-hmm. and get more numbers out there because that was needed, and, and both of those programs have got more numbers out this year. I, I and just listening to them talk about changing cultures and changing mindsets and and being able to you know get the kids to buy in i mean that's a hard thing to do on a program that's that's been down and both those programs let's face it have been a little bit down over the past few years and so changing that and getting that momentum and getting going i'm sure the coaching staff is elated that they get to get into a scrimmage pretty soon so they can see a different color jersey so they can see themselves the progression of the kids but more importantly the kids see themselves the progression they're going and the improvement they're making on a daily basis and i hope that uh, fans of both programs uh, their expectations are, you know don't just go skyrocketing out of the out of the gym you hope to win you want to win and i think they'd love you know they want to win over at waco high university right now they'd love to but they've Every also game. They've, that's a, they, yeah or they wouldn't get on the bus that's right but the reality is you've got to build it first. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking to Johnny Tusa once, and uh, I don't talk to Johnny Tusa many times, but uh, but one of the things that he was talking about, you know, when he was building Jefferson Moore, they, you know, they, I think they were owing, I don't know what they were. I think they'd lost 40 something games uh, or something to that effect. But, you know, and, and they were going through some, I mean, it was just horrendous what, what, what Jefferson Moore was going through, what the Lions were going through. And I and I asked Johnny. He said, "How did you know that this thing was was right?" He said, "Well, it's pretty simple. When they got there, they were getting beat forty five to nothing. Mm-hmm. Then the next year, they were getting beat thirty two to fourteen. <laughs> then the next year, they were getting beat twenty eight to twenty one. And then the next year, they started kind of figuring it out and, and won some football. You know what I'm saying? So progression. Even, th- even though they were losing football, the, the end result was the same. They were losing." But you could see the gap getting closer and mm-hmm. closer and closer, and they were closing that gap, and he knew that they were on the right path and eventually it would get done. And then they went on a heck of a string where they won a bunch, won a bunch of football games and championships. So they did a heck of a job over there. I know a lot of people don't like the word, but it is a process, yep. and you have to follow it and have to go through it. No matter where you start, you've got to do the steps to get you to where you want to be. Because if you don't, you're going to pull the plug, and then you're going to start all over again. Yeah. And then you're going to start all over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just gotta, you gotta do your due diligence. You gotta go out and make sure you hire the right people. And if you hire the right people, then let them do their thing. And that's what I'm, I guess I'm saying here is I think they've hired the right two guys at University High School and at Waco High School. Uh, just talking to these these uh, these guys and and what their passion is and what their what their expectation for their programs are. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right, it is a four twenty eight. We're gonna get back into this. Um, into the NCAA findings, and again earlier today, uh, Doctor Linda Livingstone and Mac Rhodes met with the media through a Zoom conference, and we'll get to some of that uh, for you here in just a few minutes. But right now, we want to talk about our good friends over at Morrison's Gifts. They're at forty three zero eight West Waco Drive, and I'll and, and, and look, uh, Mark Dickinson says, "Hey Tom, make sure and remind folks." that uh, as you get ready for back to school, they've got backpacks, they've got computer cases and accessories, and they can be personalized 
from John Hart Leather Goods. And John Hart Leather Goods is a good old Texas company, so keep that in mind. And they also have bags and uh, and other items from uh, uh, from uh, Consuela. So uh, and that's a, that's a terrific brand as well. So you can get that over at Morrison. And what a way, what a great gift that would be as uh, you send uh, – your kiddo back to school, or maybe you send that older kid off to college. A uh, terrific gift uh, of a backpack or, uh, or or a computer case from our friends at John Hart Leather Goods and Consuela. Of course, they have all the other terrific items uh, that uh, gift items as well at Waco's Gift Store headquarters and they've got a gift for every occasion they're at 4308 west waco drive and remember that is uh, right next to uh, jason's deli in the brazos square shopping center they've been doing this since 1979 and when you make that purchase here's what i love free gift wrapping so it looks good doesn't look like you did it i don't know if anybody watched hard knocks last night but uh, ezekiel elliott was wrapping a gift for dak prescott's birthday and I swear to you, he wraps gifts like I wrap. I, I think it's a man thing, Ward, where you where you have to wrap the gift, and then there's a big gap, so you take a piece of paper, a wrapping paper, and you slam it on there. Well, that's not going to happen at Morrison's Gifts. Uh, they're they're going to do it and make it look beautiful. Morrison's Gifts. They're 4308 West Waco Drive. Tune in to John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. 
elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor's annual Meet the Bears event will return to McLean Stadium Saturday, August 28th with a free event scheduled from 2.30 to 4 and will feature student-athletes from Baylor's football and include several of the Baylor's 19 athletic teams. Fans will have the opportunity to meet and get autographs from student-athletes and coaches. Concession stands will be open and admission to the public is free. Temple Volleyball opened its season with a sweep over Waco yesterday. Amari Cooper has been activated off the pup list for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott was soft-throwing to him in practice yesterday. It's the first time throwing for Prescott in two weeks. Rangers snap a six-game skid and beat the Mariners in 10 innings last night, 5-4. Rangers and Mariners again tonight, 9-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. And you're back with us. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Warden there. We're glad you're with us as we roll through this uh, Wednesday afternoon. And again, Ward, the, uh, for those just joining us, the uh, NCAA released their findings and their, uh, and their punishment for Baylor University when it comes to the, uh, the situation during the uh, Art Browse tenure here. Uh, just, what, back, back in... 2011 to, to about 2016, 2010 to 2016, somewhere in that neighborhood. But, uh, yeah, it's 2011 to 2016. So just, again, as you've had a chance to kind of take it all in and in, 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 in review and in just kind of digest uh, the, the events of today, what, what are your some of your overall thoughts? Well, for me, I, I think it's – it's good to get it finally out, and I think that that's been a long time coming. And done. Yeah, and, and you know, the final ruling has come down. Now, you know, again, you pointed out Baylor can appeal if they want to. I don't. I agree with you. I don't think they will, but who knows. Um, and I, I feel like that the NCAA, in my opinion, got it right. I, I, I feel like they got it right. I do. By the letter of the law. Yeah. You know, I, I think reading this – that they would have liked to have done some other things, quite frankly. But reading the, the letter of the law, they know that they had to follow the, the rule. Mm-hmm. And the rule says that uh, that was not an NCAA violation. Right. Uh, they did find a couple little NCAA violations, and they gave them the four-year probe or the uh, yeah the four, the uh, probation and then you know the five thousand dollar fine and you know the the things that we have discussed. So. Earlier today, Dr. Linda Livingstone, president of Baylor University and, and the uh, director of athletics, uh, Mac Rhodes, met with the media via Zoom. And, and uh, Mac was asked uh, if he thought the findings that the NCAA came to were fair. I think relative to, to, to NCAA legislation, um, the, the outcome was, was fair. Um, I think 
in in terms of the the future of our our football program when you when you think about the the specific penalties the uh, recruiting restrictions um, in particular you know obviously that that puts you when when you get less days whether it's unofficial or official visits um, that puts you at a at a disadvantage um, versus versus your competitors uh, but we we know we understand we think the the penalties are fair and um, I've got great belief in coach Aranda and our staff to to, to mitigate them and, and work through them. Just what you said. He, he felt like mm -hmm. the NCAA, based off of the the, the rules, got it right. Mm -hmm. Now, there are those who, who don't, and, and everybody's entitled to an opinion. And sure. In fact, uh, Dr. Livingstone was asked, you know, uh, did Baylor get off easy? There are people that are on social media saying that the, that the Baylor football team Got, you know, got a free ride, got off easy, and here's how Dr. Livingstone uh, addresses that. And I understand that perspective that's out there, absolutely, given the nature of uh, some of the allegations and, and, and what led to this process for Baylor. Um, and I think uh, what you have to look at is the other um, ways in which Baylor is being held accountable and has been held accountable over time, whether that's through the legal process, the law enforcement, and, and, and uh, certainly the, the criminal process in some cases, the civil litigation process in other cases, uh, whether it was the review by our accrediting body, SAC, COC, the, the work that the Big 12 did in holding us accountable. Uh, so there's, there's multiple uh, other ways in which uh, institutions, including Baylor, are held accountable to sexual assault issues. And so while there certainly may be concern by some and understandably so uh, about the NCAA process of, as it relates to this, given uh, the, the way in which the NCAA bylaws are written, um, I do think there are many other ways in which Baylor is and has been held accountable and will continue to be held accountable along with other institutions that are dealing with similar types of issues. And I couldn't agree with her more. I, I think she she nailed it right there. And because there have been other issues uh, that where they've had to literally go to court, and there's going to be more. I mean, this there's some of the uh, the uh, the civil actions what I don't think are complete. In fact, I'm almost positive they're not complete. So there's other things that are going on minus the NCAA ruling. But from the NCAA ruling, they followed the rule and, you know, and, and, and assessed the penalty as such. So, uh, and again, in my, in my book, I'm glad for, I'm glad it's, it's now, because again, when you stop and look at it, uh, those who are being punished, and I know that you can say, well, the, the punishment's light, but those who are being punished, they weren't here. They weren't involved. From the president to the athletic director to the head football coach to the student athletes, none of them were a part of this mm -hmm. uh, this this unfortunate and sometimes disgusting stuff that took place. Right. Uh, but they weren't here. No, I they mean, weren't. Mac Rhodes wasn't here. Dr. Livingstone wasn't here. Uh, Dave Aranda wasn't here. These these football players and these more student time, athletes weren't and, here. And more times than not, in, in situations no, like this, right. that's the way it is because they've – Who else can they punish, right? Yeah, yeah, they've already got rid of the 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 bad acts. And so that's that's who it comes down to. And, and a lot of times, you know, 
the especially athletically wise for the athletes uh maybe sometimes the coaches are still involved because they don't get pushed out but more times than not when the ncaa does something to a program it affects the kids that are on the campus at that time that had nothing to do with it and that's you know that's the unfortunate part about it but that's really the only way it can happen um but she also did say you know it it, it's other teams in the conference and it's other schools across the country that are also trying to rectify and make sure they're doing things the right way sure and it it is a direct result of what happened at baylor too so i mean a lot of people took another look at what they were doing with title nine and and everything else that was involved with it and they looked at their self and they you know for the first time for a lot of them probably they looked in the mirror and they went "Ooh, okay well we kind of need to clean this up too Mm -hmm. so i i mean it 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 wasn't just to me it wasn't just and I don't want to sound like I'm taking it lightly because it was very bad what happened at Baylor, but it wasn't just a Baylor campus problem. It was a campus problem across the country. There was a lot of campuses that were having problems at the time, too. Well, and you can go, you can take it back another step. It wasn't just within the athletic department, it was, it was across no, the campus. No, it was campus wide. It was across the campus at Baylor, and as you point out, in other places as well. Now, uh, Art Browles, former football coach Art Browles, did not receive a reprimand or, or any penalties from the NCAA. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Livingstone was asked about that. You know, in, in our view, as we think about uh, coaching responsibilities, we're really looking to the future. Um, and we're thrilled to have Coach Aranda coaching our football team. We believe he is a person of integrity. He's leading our program with character and integrity. And uh, really don't feel I need to speak to kind of the past and and that issue and look forward to what Coach Rand is going to do leading our program as we go forward. So (laughs) I'll tell you this, when that question was asked, I was hoping to get a different answer. I wanted to, I wanted to hear, but I get why she didn't. What purpose from, from, from their chair, from Mac Rhodes' chair, Dr. Livingstone's chair, what purpose would going backwards had served zero nothing absolutely nothing uh i was just curious to uh her opinion on the uh on the question but i i get why she said hey you know that was yesterday this is today and we're, we're moving forward with our guy and our guy's dave aranda uh so i mean i understand that and i get that and and i i think if i'm sitting in their seat hers or dr or, or mac rhodes's seat I'm, I'm probably answering it the same exact way well you got to remember also baylor put out a statement for art browse mm-hmm. as well basically you know exonerating him and and endorsing him too in in, in a certain aspect so and they've moved on and that's that, that that's how they moved on right right so you don't want to go back and say yeah well that letter really didn't mean anything because if you if you start throwing darts then then that's what that does i you know and look th- there's no reason to go back there's no reason to step back she's exactly right you got to look at the benefit for the kids that are on campus mm-hmm. right now right and that's your responsibility the kids are on campus right now and who's coaching those kids on campus right now dave aranda 
Yeah, I mean, it's and again, as we mentioned earlier, from the president's office to the athletic director's office to the head football coach's office to the player's locker room, you're talking about a total, total... It's a whitewash. Yeah, absolutely it is. I mean, you've got new faces in in those places. And uh, and, and so, therefore, you know, I, I kind of get what she was doing. She was moving on and said that that's exactly how they were going to handle it and, and move on. Now, Mac Rhodes was asked if uh, if they agree with, with the findings that the NCAA came up with. Um, I think in general, uh, we agreed on on all of the facts. Uh, we, we didn't, we didn't spend a lot of time in, in disagreement. Um, I think, um, we also, um, absolutely owned and, and understood we, we had moral failings, um, and, and we were pretty, um, pretty resilient, um, pretty, pretty direct in, in, in stating that and uh, making sure that, that everybody understood that, um, yeah, those, those moral failings um, are unacceptable. That, to me, Ward, may be the single most – it is for me. It is the single most important statement that, that was made today. Look, they, again, they came right out and said, look, we made mistakes this university made mistakes. This athletic department made mistakes. There were mistakes made. We understand it. We're sorry. Uh, it, it was, you know, it's. It, it, don't you know how difficult? How often do we all walk around and say, you know what, I was wrong mm-hmm. on anything? But they stood there in front of the media and in front of everybody and and said that you know what, we made mistakes. This is this this behavior, this conduct was wrong. They faced it head on. They did face it head on. And, you know, there's a lot of places where that, that that's not going to happen. Uh, and, and, you know. but Well, I, I, a lot of places would have said it wasn't me. Yeah. But this, this regime, even though they weren't involved, they said, you know what, whatever it is, we're going to own it. We're going to take care of it. We're going to fix it. And we're going to we're going to try to move on. Well, and that was part of the responsibility for both of them to, to come to Baylor is right. to, to clean it up. I mean, and they knew that. I mean, they faced a, a monumental job in front of them. I mean, Mac Rhodes, he knew what he was walking into, and he accepted it with open arms and said, "Hey, I'm the guy that can come clean this up." Yeah, I mean, he said that in his opening statement. I, I you know, I, I don't have the exact words, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase, but he basically said, "Hey, look, I walked in here; it was a mess, and we've been working on it ever since, and we think we've got it in pretty good shape right now." And you know, there's always room for improvement. You know that, but I mean, from where they were to where they are now, mm-hmm. you know, a totally different, totally different deal. But the fact that, of the matter is, they didn't hide from it, and that's what I guess I can appreciate uh, as a, as a member of this community. To heck with being a broadcaster or you know working here at the radio station, whatever. I'm talking about just living in the community and being a part of this community. Having him say what he said, you know. Look, we recognize we made mistakes. We reckon, and when he says we, he's talking about the university and the athletic department. Mm-hmm. Again, he and Dr. Livingstone weren't a part of it at that point, but he said we, you know, we made a mistake, and there were mistakes made, and people were hurt. I mean, people, and that's, and we got to, we got to remember that people were hurt in this matter, and 
they didn't take it lightly. I mean, it, I, it was pretty clear listening to that that uh, that he nor Doctor Livingstone took took the took this situation lightly. So, uh, your thoughts two five four six six two sixteen sixty is our CNC Collision Center text line. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, anything uh, on the on the uh, on the findings on the uh, punishment. Uh, Whatever you want to, whatever you, this is your time. If you want to jump in and, and jump on the CNC Collision Center text line, we'd love to hear from you and get your thoughts on it. 254 662 1660. We will talk some Ranger baseball, and we'll do that for you next, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Brent Horneman joining us right now from the Houston Chronicle. I then sought out Commissioner Greg Sankey, you know, and, and uh, found him on Red Radio Road down there, and he looked at me like, where did you hear that? You know, and <laughs> and then uh, essentially he said, well, you know, rumors have been swirling, and then he said, yeah, no comment. You know, that because, and at that point, you know, then we're trying to get uh, reaction from, from especially Texas and then, and then OU. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN. ESPN Central Texas. The monster trucks are coming. Are you ready for some mud? The Mud Fest is coming to the Racer Lions Club Fairgrounds Friday and Saturday, August 20th and 21st. The Racer Lions Club is proud to announce the return of the 2021 McLennan County Mud Fest, featuring side-by-side drag racing in the mud with some of the fastest mud dragsters on the planet, plus mega trucks. Come watch the 2,500 horsepower monster trucks tear up the all-new redesigned course with bigger jumps than ever before. These monster mega trucks will have you on the edge of your seat as they battle it out. Tough trucks, UTV side-by-side racing, and mega truck freestyle is sure to improve. Press, kids power wheel races and much much more gates open at six show starts at seven both nights it's the mclennan county mud fest august 20th and 21st at the racial lions club fairgrounds buy your tickets at the gate twenty dollars for adults ten dollars for kids ages five to twelve and four and under or free event is byob with a ten dollar cooler charge hands only please limited seating is available so bring a lawn chair special thanks to rdo equipment slow boy trucking and united Rose. Since its inception, Pickup Outfitters has remained politically neutral. We love trucks of every persuasion, not just red and blue ones. But people keep asking us where we stand, and for this one time, we're going to break our neutrality. We oppose any government intervention or legislation to end truck nudity. We believe in the American right to drive nude vehicles. We think it's disgusting, we fight it every place we can, and we want to end it, but we want to end it the right way, peaceably. Therefore, we call on Congress and President Biden to respect the rights of truck owners. Our founding fathers didn't own a truck, but if they did, I bet they would have put a bed cover and running boards on their truck. The right to keep and bear your truck the way you want is fundamental to the fabric of this nation, and we believe in that right. So we urge you to come and take it at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 453, let's uh, dive in and talk some Ranger baseball here this afternoon. The uh, Rangers, stop it. They won a game last (laughs) night. Now, none of us were up to see it or hear it. Uh, it took ten innings to do it. I think no, they no, they did it in nine. Uh, five. Four. No, they did it in ten. No, they did do it in ten. You're right. Five four. The final. The uh, Rangers win it over the uh, Seattle Mariners to get their fortieth win of the season. <laughs> now they they jump out on top when uh, when uh, Martin hit a home run. The pitch is swung on and belted deep right field, hooking down the line. It is history. A tremendous home run for Jason Martin. It's his third of the year and his sixth RBI. He crushed that ball, and the Rangers have a one to nothing lead. Uh, and uh, held that one nothing lead until the fourth when Seattle took the lead uh, with two runs in the bottom of the fourth. Now, the Rangers then recaptured the lead in the ninth inning when Adolis Garcia did his thing. Adolis is 0 for 3. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball hammered. Deep left center field. This one way up the alley, and that ball is history. Adolis Garcia puts the Rangers in front 3-2. to two. He jumps on a breaking ball from Paul Sewald and drives it into the Mariners' bullpen. His 25th home run is 68th. Run batted in, and the Rangers have the lead. Home run leader on the team, Adolis Garcia. Now, here's our stat of the day, uh, and, and you're going to love this one, uh, Ward. Ranger outfitter Adolis Garcia hit a tie-breaking home run in the top of the ninth inning. It was the fourth time this season that he's hit a go-ahead homer in the ninth inning or later. That is the most in a season by any MLB rookie since 1961. Wow. So he's he's Mr. Clutch. How about that? Adolis Garcia. Impressive. Wasn't on the roster when the season started, but he's Mr. <laughs> Clutch now. And that is our Ranger Roundup here. Brought to you by our good friends at Kaleo Wealth Management. Joe Kaleo and the group do a tremendous job over there, and we appreciate them sponsoring Ranger Roundup. All right, it's a 4.56. We're going to visit with Stephen Simcox at the top of the hour. But uh, right now I want to talk about uh, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, and uh, make this the summer sales is going on now at Allen Samuels with the all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L now arriving and in stock. 
This beautiful rugged third row seat carries the prestigious Jeep Heritage, the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with values of 2500 or 0% for 48 months plus $2,000 bonus cash. And that's what they got going on at Allen Samuels. Got some great deals going on as well when it comes to the uh, the Ram pickup at uh, Allen Samuels. So check them out today, and uh, you'll, you'll be glad you did at uh, Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You can give them a call at 772-1000. That's 772-1000. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Friday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals, live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals, Friday night at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Amanda Cunningham Realtor Team always thinks of ways to give back to the community. What a better way than to stuff the bus with school supplies benefiting all area school districts. They have partnered up with businesses around Waco where donation boxes can be found. Coldwell Banker, Apex Realtors, Woodway Family Dental, Home Abstract and Title Company, Central Texas Dental Care, American Guarantee Title, Waco L Company, Bear Braces. The donation boxes will be at these locations August 20th until the big donation event on August 21st. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Hobbs Bonded Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Five o'clock here on a Wednesday. Welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide's Tom Barfield along with you. Joining us now, Stephen Simcox, Horn Frogs podcast. Stephen, how are we on this Wednesday? 
Ward, good to hear from you, man. I'm doing well. How are y'all? Doing outstanding. And uh, let I don't know if you had a chance to see everything that came down with Baylor. That's been a big conversation for us here in the first hour uh, about the uh, NCAA ruling and and talking about what happened uh, back in 2015 with the Baylor Bears. Did you get a chance to look at that? And if you did, your feelings on how that came out? I did. Uh, I, I guess I'm not shocked that, you know, ultimately – for Dave Aranda and the program, I know there's some recruiting restrictions. Uh, they're under probation, but the, I, I believe they'll be able to work around a lot of that. I don't think it's going to hurt them too much moving forward. And I, I do believe that makes sense. I mean, you know, Baylor, they fired their president. They fired the head football coach. They made wholesale changes. Like, they took this seriously. Now, obviously, they handled the situation very, very poorly and a bunch of people were hurt. They're never going to repair a lot of those things. That pain's not going to go away for the people that suffered from it. But um, after after the fact, they were really proactive. I, I believe the, the whole uh, investigation and everything around it really speaks to what a crumbling institution the NCAA is. This has taken six years to basically come out and say, we're, we can't, we don't have any jurisdiction to punish the university or the athletic programs outside of what we're doing. And honestly, if you look at NCAA punishments in the past five years or so, that's been the conclusion they've come to a lot of the time, is uh, either they don't have the jurisdiction to punish or they try to levy a punishment and the school fights it, um, and in court they end up winning. So uh, you're seeing sort of what a obsolete organization it is in the eyes of college sports because ultimately – their job is to prevent and investigate athletes from getting impermissible benefits. And all these things that have to do with legal matters don't really pertain to them. Um, and that, on the likeness, I think their, their focus is becoming even more narrow. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as, as far as Baylor goes, I know the vacation of, of the wins. I haven't had a chance to look into that much into detail yet. That, that could bring some hurt to the university, but – I think everything else kind of makes sense given how how long it's been since uh, these these things took place. Stephen, I, I think it's going to be five five games in 2011. I think is is going to be the uh, the end result on on that. But but you know, have you had a chance to see or what uh, or talk to people around? the conference and, and, and how they're feeling about this. And as we visit with Stephen Simcox, Locked on Horn Frogs uh, podcast, have you uh, got a sense of what the rest of the league is thinking or feeling? Well, yeah, Tom. I mean, I think there's a, a lot of people opposing fan bases that uh, don't really understand why there wasn't more of a punishment. But, again, I, I feel like that circles back to what the NCAA can and can't do. And they just don't have – a lot of power. Um, I mean, Baylor is is an easy target, and I, I do feel like there's a narrative around the league that they didn't get sufficiently punished uh, for, for what happened. But, again, I, I feel like they, they fired the through a season where they went 1-11. They lost a, a lot of revenue. Like, there was, there was some cost that came down before what happened today. And not that that is sufficient for you know what, what took place over the years there 
um, in, in some of the, uh, I guess, just indecision and lack of accountability. But the bottom line is, like, the NCAA just doesn't really have the ability to levy the punishments that people want to see. So that, that kind of puts them in a situation where they couldn't do much more than they did. Were you surprised that with Art Bryles that all the pressure was let off him at, at the conclusion of this as well? Well, I would I would disagree with his lawyer's assessment. I mean, I think that <laughs> um, that he wasn't found guilty of any NCAA violations, which is true. But that report had some pretty uh, damning language for Art, and you know his how he handled the situation. They did not handle the situation well. I I think ultimately, like Art Bryles, the reason he has not been hired has nothing to do with whether or not he's in good standing with the NCAA. Um, He's, he's had some opportunities to get jobs. There's been a media firestorm around it, and people have decided not to do that. And that's why I think – and I know a lot of people disagree with me, which is fine. I don't think he's ever going to coach at the college level again. Uh, it's been six years. And, I mean, aside from – I know he was – it looked like he was going to get the offensive coordinator job at Southern Miss, and then that fell apart. He got hired at Mount Vernon, and then he left, and there was a lot of speculation that he might go somewhere else. But that hasn't happened. Um, and for, you know, whatever university is weighing whether or not they want to give them another chance, I just, I, I, in my mind it comes down to why would we want to spend all this time and energy to withstand the media pressure and explain, you know, all this baggage when we could go with somebody else who doesn't have any baggage. So I don't really think much change for our Bryles today as far as the public perception of him as a person and how he handled things um, in Waco. I, I believe that people people that believe he was totally at fault still believe that, and people that think he was sort of caught up in a um, broader failure by an institution still believe that. So I, I can't really imagine that somebody woke up today and saw that and thought, oh, this is an opportunity to hire Art Bryles. You know, Hugh Freeze is at Liberty, and if he ever leaves, Ian McCaw's there. I think that's the best chance he'll ever have to maybe get another shot. But for all the talk about um, somebody's going to finally step up and say, hey, we want to have this guy coach our football team, nobody's done it. And, I mean, Art's a good enough football coach that if people felt like um, he was totally innocent, I, I think they would have gone ahead and pulled the trigger already. And, and the fact that Mount Vernon America is the only ISD that's taken that chance, I think it's pretty telling. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears. Did you know that Dak Prescott had two surgeries on his ankle? I did. I saw that on Hard Knocks last night. Uh, I thought Hard Knocks was was a good watch. I'm a sucker for all the behind the scenes stuff. Um, and we found out about the ankle. Like, I thought it was intriguing to see the shoulder strain and just sort of the frustration from him, the frustration from Mike McCarthy that he had to sit out for a little while longer. Um, it'll be fun to see how this kind of plays out as training camp continues. But, yeah, keeping Dak healthy is a big deal. I mean, regardless if it's the ankle, if it's the shoulder, um, we saw on Thursday night when in the Hall of Fame game that uh, Garrett Gilbert and Cooper Rennish and Ben DiNucci, they're not moving that offense very much. So you, you got to have four back there making throws, and uh, that's going to be the biggest priority for the Cowboys this year. How about Micah Parsons getting all over the field for that defense? And he looks almost in, in mid-season form and certainly doesn't look like a rookie, does he? 
Yeah, Ward, I can't say I'm wrong about Micah yet because he hasn't played a regular season game, but I might have to eat crow on that one because I thought that was uh, a risky pick, uh, especially since he didn't play football in 2020. But, man, I mean, the way they're moving him around, he's really athletic. He can make plays. You saw him get in the middle there in that uh, preseason game and get a fumble recovery. He made some tackles. He's just an explosive player. And I, I do like that Dan Quinn is – trying to be creative in the way that he uses him um, because if you have a, a disruptive force like that that can create turnovers, that's a huge plus. And that's something the Cowboys have been missing for a long time. I mean, they just don't have guys like that on the defense that get those splash plays. So if Micah Parsons is turning out to be that guy, then that's a big win for Dallas. Uh, I, I still think they wanted the corner. If, you know, you got them in a moment of honesty, they really wanted Sertain or J.C. Horn. But Micah Parsons might work out just fine if he's playing like this. Hey, Stephen, uh, the uh, college football playoffs are set. Alabama plays Ohio State and Clemson plays Oklahoma. <laughs> it's done. There you go. Yeah, why even line up and play the games? Um, I mean, you're right. Like, it does feel like that at times. And we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens when, when things go down. But, OU getting this much love is sort of surprising to me. I know Spencer Rattler's back. I know um, they got a defense that gets, is getting better under Alex Grinch. But it, it does seem like there's some momentum for them to be, to be a national championship caliber team. Um, so we'll see if that happens when they actually hit the field. But, yeah, the coaches poll, the preseason poll, I mean, it's good content. It's fun to talk about. But we all know when the games kick off, uh, all that can, can fall apart pretty quickly. It, it can. But this, this is to me. This is why it screams twelve teams or sixteen for me. I, I'm a sixteen team guy. But when you look at the top, when you look at the top five or six teams, it's the same dudes every single time. Yeah, it is, uh, and I, I do think that's really hurt the the industry as a whole um, because there there is a certain amount of like, well, if we're not a team that's going to compete for the playoffs. You know, what's the point? And I think one of the, the nice things about college football is that even if your team's not a national championship contender, you know, you're still looking for maybe a good bowl game. You're still potentially trying to fight for um, a certain spot in the conference. So if you have a lot of folks that are disinterested as the season goes on, that's a big problem. And that's why eventually I think they'll move to 8 or 12 uh, because, again, that gives you the potential for more games which could mean more revenue, and that's what this really comes down to when we when we get to the brass tax of it. Early in camp, but how do you feel about this uh, Frogs offense? I'm hearing good things about the Frogs offense taking another step forward, and I've heard it more than one time. Quentin Johnson, the best receiver in the Big 12. Are you buying it? I'd love to. I've been uh, constantly impressed with Quentin since he got on the campus there in Fort Worth. I mean, he's a big physical receiver. I did not expect him to be as good as he was as a freshman. You know, the big question for me is still, can they protect Max Duggan, and will that allow them to make throws down the field? Because uh, Quentin Johnson didn't get a lot of opportunities last year um, until later in the season. They had some issues on the O-line with guys being, not being able to stay healthy. Um, and if you can't protect, you can't throw the ball down the football field. So that's still my biggest question. They got – um, a big transfer, Abana Ezzi, who's like 6'5", 330. He's going to play when their tackle spot. He's supposed to be a big force. Uh, but they'll have to protect the quarterback. I, I, I believe in TCU, though. They have been 
a middle of the pack team, a 500 level team for the last few years. And I feel like this is sort of a make or break year for them. Um, you know, not that Gary Patterson's in any trouble. He's been there so long. He's not on the hot seat by any means. But I do believe this is a season where you kind of have to prove, okay, is this a team that can contend for Big 12 championships or is this a program that's just sort of going to be in the middle of the pack and good for an upset or two every single season? Because that's been who they uh, have sort of settled on since making a, a Big 12 championship appearance in 2017. Hey, Stephen, what, uh, what do you got coming up on, on the podcast? Definitely talking a lot of fall camp. You know, Gary Patterson spoke this weekend, so we've been breaking down that. Um, I, I'm very interested in this backup quarterback battle. Because Chandler Morris is there from Oklahoma, and apparently he's fighting for that second spot. And I think if he doesn't get that backup QB job, and that might tell you a lot about how much of a chance he actually has to start there during his career. So we'll tackle that tomorrow on Locked on Horn Frogs. And then, of course, we're keeping our eye on all this realignment news as well. Stephen, as always, we appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Ward. Appreciate it. See you later. That is Stephen Simcox, Locked on Horn Frogs podcast, and and you can check out Stephen with that. It's uh, 5.13. We're 13 after 5 o'clock. Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald joins us next here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas, our 5 o'clock. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A key starter on offense is working his way back into practice. Details after this. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. This year, we can all agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support students with scholarships and educational programming, honoring outstanding teachers with classroom grants, and providing utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy. Reliant. Proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys made a roster move yesterday, activating receiver Amari Cooper from the physically unable to perform list. He'd been sidelined following offseason ankle surgery. And after not throwing for two weeks because of his shoulder strain, Dak Prescott was making some short throws in yesterday's walkthrough. But coordinator Kellen Moore says the team will be patient with Dak's return, which is more work for backup Garrett Gilbert, who Moore says was thrown into the fire midway through last season. Pretty sure he'd been with us for about seven days. Then he was getting ready to go play Pittsburgh. And so where he's at from a, from a mental standpoint to be able to handle all the volume, I think Garrett's just a pro. If you missed last night's Hard Knocks debut, which heavily featured Dak and Zeke, there's an encore showing tonight on HBO. With the Cowboys, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Skies will remain mostly clear as we head into the overnight with a low of 77. Tomorrow, a bit of clouds in the morning, but once we get closer to the afternoon, mostly sunny skies and a high of 96. Heat index values will be in the lower 100s. Friday is looking to be another hot day with mostly sunny skies and a high of 96. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:30, 6 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
recently on the John Moore Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they conducted themselves. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another. Uh, uh, high character. Speak highly at Baylor University. So as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com feel like you're missing out on the fiesta you don't have to la fiesta restaurant is open with dine-in seating drive-thru and delivery now you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase la fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas enchiladas and tacos order online or call ahead and get any of your la fiesta favorites at lafiesta.com la fiesta waco's original tex-mex since 1963 stop by downtown in waco at way cool tacos and union food hall way cool tacos located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Baylor's annual Meet the Bears event will return to McLean Stadium Saturday, August 28th with a free event scheduled from 2.30 to 4 and will feature student-athletes from Baylor's football and include several of the Baylor's 19 athletic teams. Fans will have the opportunity to meet and get autographs from student-athletes and coaches. Concession stands will be open and admission to the public is free. Temple Volleyball opened its season with a sweep over Waco yesterday. Amari Cooper has been activated off the pup list for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott was soft-throwing to him in practice yesterday. It's the first time throwing for Prescott in two weeks. Rangers snap a six-game skid and beat the Mariners in 10 innings last night, 5-4. Rangers and Mariners again tonight, 9-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune-Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 19 minutes after 5, 519 in our 5 o'clock hour as you make your way home. is brought to you by VersaLift. VersaLift 
A Time Manufacturing Company is currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Bryce, good afternoon. It's been a busy day. What's going on? <laughs> it certainly has been a busy day. Uh, big Baylor news today, and obviously, you know, we're, we're still gearing up for, for other things like, you know, high school football and, and everything else, Baylor football, but but certainly a, a day of, uh, you know, that's been hanging out there for a long, long time in terms of Baylor. And, um, uh, you know, I don't know why it took five years, but here we are. What was what, what was your takeaway? You just, you're, you're, after kind of digesting it and having a chance to think about it today, what is, what is your takeaway on this? So I always try to take a little bit of a step back and, and sort of read things and process things and you know, formulate an opinion before, you know, uh, I know a lot, I know a lot of people in this culture immediately go to Twitter and start react, react, react. And, and, uh, I don't like to do that. I mean, I like to, uh, I like to read and think and, and, but, uh, I am, I do have a column running tomorrow. And so, yes, I will be sharing my opinion and I'll give you a little preview of that, which is basically one, nobody does gridlock like the NCAA does. Uh, I mean, you know, I say in my column, Congress is more efficient than than the NCAA. I mean, you know, why did this take five years to to get to this point of basically uh, a slap on the wrist for Baylor? I mean, uh, you know, obviously, you know, those aren't small violations, but at the same time, uh, it wasn't what a lot of people were we're throwing out there that should happen to Baylor. And, and I will, I also say this, you know, if, if you have that much righteous indignation, uh, maybe cool your jets. I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know what good it would have done to, to lay the hammer down on Baylor with, with bowl bands and scholarship reductions and, uh, you know, the, the so-called death penalty. They're never going to do the death penalty again, incidentally. But uh, it, what good does it do to punish student-athletes who, who weren't around, you know, who were basically in junior high school when all of this was happening, and and administrators and coaches who were at different places, you know, when all of this happened. Uh, and give them credit, by the way, much like Jim Grobe did in that year after all of the fallout. I always say they, they should make a dead gum statue of Jim Grobe at Baylor because he stood up there and faced the fire when that entire assistant coaching staff that year lurked in the shadows and didn't say anything to anybody. And now you've got, uh, you know, Baylor president Linda Livingstone and Mac Rhodes, the athletic director, offering you know their conciliatory you know uh just they're saying they're sorry you know Mm uh and and they don't have to because they weren't around but meanwhile you know you've got our bryles as attorney sending uh you know some of the press i got that statement uh saying you know I'm completely exonerated. Well, he's reading a different report than I am because uh, that report said that uh, that the head coach failed to to meet the standards that even a basic person would have you know would have followed. 
Um, so, uh, you know, and so don't give me that. Art Browse is, is not exonerated at all. With that being said, do you feel like yourself that Art Browse will ever coach again? I mean, I'll never say never. I, I you know, it almost happened before. Uh, so, I mean, and obviously, you know, he's coached high school football. Will he coach college? I mean, given his age and, and the fact that, um, you know, he's sitting on a nice sum of money, he can sit out there and play golf and, and fish and do his thing, you know. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know why he would want to go through that. But I will say if any college does offer him a job and, and he takes it, I mean, they need to be prepared for the, you know, warranted backlash that would follow. I mean, uh, because again, you know, okay, you can't completely control every player on, in your football program. We all understand that, but when problems arise, how do you handle them? And I think the the pervading um, story here is that in the in the Bryles regime, problems kind of got swept under the rug, or they weren't handled properly, and they didn't get reported through the right channels and okay again you know you didn't have all the title nine infrastructure in place some of it's freaking common sense you know i mean so again i i i have no um uh i don't know i'm not saying i don't have any forgiveness but but you know you you guys can't sit there and keep ringing this bell beating our brows and Ian McCaw and these former Baylor administrators and keep saying, not me, not me. It wasn't me. It was a, it was a university wide thing. Well, it was, but guess what? You were part of the university. Talking with, with uh, Bryce Cherry and Bryce, I'm going to take you back to, to the, the press conference or the, the media zoom today with uh, Dr. Livingstone and, and Mac Rhodes. And what I was telling you know, talking about on the air just a, a few minutes ago was just what you were talking about. It's, it, they didn't have to, and he didn't have to, but my goodness, uh, they, they faced it head on. They owned it, and they accepted, uh, they accepted you know, the findings, and, and, and Mac talked about that, and, and, and I was, I was, I was kind of taken aback, but you know, they didn't hide from anything. I mean, they, they met it head on. Yeah, and I think that that's smart, and I think that they struck the right tone in that. Um, they owned uh, Baylor's past mistakes. They they are part of Baylor now. Uh, they weren't here when all of this went down, but they they're they're part of Baylor now. So own own your mistakes. Uh, they talked about how the university has moved forward in terms of um, the way it has educated the faculty, the student body about sexual assault and how everyone is a required reporter now some of that is is legal you have to in in the state of texas uh that was what president livingstone said but they've gone even above and beyond the the you know the standard of of education that they that they had to they they do sort of an extra layer within the student uh athlete population so you know i think like you said i think do they have to say they're sorry? No, but they struck the right tone by doing it. Um, and I mean, that's, that's, that's the way 
they're going to move forward. Are there going to be people still out there that'll never forgive them? Of course, you know, and, and a lot of them are associated with other universities and, and probably wouldn't be happy until Baylor completely shutters its doors, you know. But, again, to me, that says as much about those people as it does about Baylor. Yeah, and I, I thought it was very genuine uh, the way it came across today. Uh, as far as the the sanctions themselves, how does that affect Dave Aranda in his football team moving forward? I think somewhat little. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you have a reduction of, of recruiting visits. That's going to affect you some. But they've already shown that they can recruit in some some weird circumstances. Let's put it like that. Uh, they didn't have in-person recruiting visits for a while last year with COVID. Now everybody didn't, but um, you know, there's there's other ways they can they can work around some of that, and and you'll just have to, you know, I guess maximize the visits that you do have. Um, and so much of, you know, what, what is done today is done, you know, virtually and, and that kind of thing. I mean, uh, you know, kids live in that world. So, you can you know, you can communicate in other ways, I would think. And uh, so I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to have a, a huge, you know, long-term impact on the program in, in terms of, you know, wins and losses and bodies on the field and that kind of thing. I think – I think they'll be able to navigate that okay. All right, talking with Bryce Cherry, the Waco trip. Now let's let, let's talk about some fun stuff. Let's talk about games and upcoming games, upcoming seasons. Uh, you had a great uh, article uh, in today's uh, paper on the, the volleyball game last night between China and Crawford. What a heck of a way to start a year. Heck yeah, man. Uh, those two programs, I mean, when I saw that they were playing each other, I knew that was where I was heading. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a great matchup. I mean, Crawford, uh, you know, a, a perennial state tournament team. They were there last year, lost in the uh, state final to Iola. Um, I think they've got a, another team that could get right back there and win it again for Jeff Coker and, and the Lady Pirates. Uh, you know, they've got several good seniors. Uh, Lexi Moody was our Super Syntex player of the year last year. She's their setter. But they've got, you know, several other players. Uh, they are dealing with, you know, a little bit of injuries when, when you're at a smaller school. That's tough. But they hung right there with China Spring. I mean, uh, took the first set from them. And then uh, China, you know, I think China's depth had a lot to do with it, but also their blocking really stepped up in that game. And that, that you know, kind of paved the way for China Spring. They are going to have a, a, a great team as well. They have a lot back from a team that won – 30 straight games to win to open last season um so that's a pretty good you know a pretty good start to the year to go 30 and 0 before you ever lose they lost in the regional final to belleville and so they're highly motivated uh to get back there and get to state and you know maybe uh put up a banner over at china spring but we have such an excellent uh volleyball area around here i love volleyball and uh you know, there's some other programs, Lorena, Blum, um, you know, Live Oak, others that, that do a really good job on the on the volleyball court. I'm leaving some teams out there. Robinson, Midway. I mean, uh, Midway did not make the playoffs last year, but they're very talented, um, and they're they're also highly motivated to get to get back to kind of you know their old level. On the uh, on the football side of things, our 5A and 6A programs here in the area got started, and you know, we were talking about. 
Coach Lasseter at uh, at University and, and and Coach Helt over at Waco High, and just you can kind of you can just kind of tell that there's a culture change and, and, and there's a, a a new excitement and. You know, it's going to take a while. We all understand that. At least I hope we all understand that. But you could certainly feel a different vibe when it comes to, to university and Waco High football. Agreed. And, and uh, Chad Conine will have a story uh, in, in Sunday's trip just about the, the three coaches at the at the biggest schools in Waco, Midway University and Waco High, and, and just kind of that, that culture change that you're talking about. Um, and – you know, I, I agree with you. I think I feel that from uh, Coach Helt and Coach uh, Laster there in Waco ISD. And, um, you know, anytime you hit the reset button like that, you're going to get that. Uh, as you said, it's going to take some time, you know, and, and obviously Waco High is in, a, in an extremely tough district. University, you know, not much better. Uh, it's a tough 5A district. So they've, they've got their work cut out for them. But at the same time, uh, these guys know football. They, they are very uh, well-organized, well-spoken. They're, they're smart guys. And, you know, just give them some time and, and let's see how it goes. But um, And I think, you know, we a big thing for, for Waco High clearly is, you know, coming next February when uh, – when they likely will go back down to class 5A. And I think that would be huge for Waco High. They were only 6A by, by three kids. You know, uh, there's some coach. I think if Johnny Tusa had still been at Waco High, he'd have found a way to get, uh, get those three kids off campus somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Count by twos or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what a way to end it. <laughs> we'll end on that note right there. Thank you very much. Bryce, as always, it's a pleasure, buddy. Uh, what, hey, you, right. So you've got what you're working on an article for tomorrow, right? Yeah, I got a column tomorrow. John Warner's got a story. Tommy Witherspoon's got a story. So we'll we'll have all the Baylor news covered. And then, as I mentioned, I will quickly say, starting Sunday and then leading up to the kickoff of high school football, we'll have like 12 straight days of preview stories and, and schedules and all that jazz. Hey, before we let you go, is there anything I can do for you? <laughs> Thank you. I'm good. All right. We'll see you later. That's Bryce Jerry, the Waco Tribune Herald. Hey, quick story, Ward. When when Bryce's beat was was Baylor baseball, and I was doing baseball for the radio station. You know, obviously, we would wrap up our broadcast after the post game, and we would be headed out of the out of the uh, the press box, and he would still be riding, and I would just tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, is there anything I can do for you before we leave? And we did that for years, and so we always just have a little fun with that. All right, uh, five, you know, because I like, you, you're not supposed to have secrets on the radio. Uh, you know, so 535, this is uh, ESPN Central Texas as we roll through. We're going to talk about good feet in the Central Texas marketplace, and as I've said a million times, it, it is, it's not just it's not. It's just not support system for you in your shoes. I mean, it's and it's just not inserts. It is absolutely a total body wellness program. They can they can help with the uh, the balance and alignment of the knees, the hips, and the back, and and, and and prevent that pain. And and they have a strengthener. That's that's the one that uh, that kind of gets the day started. And and you wear that one. And then throughout the day, you wear the maintainer, and uh, and then the relaxer. I've got the relaxers in right now. 
now in my shoes and, and and that's exactly what they do i mean they're they're great when it comes to uh you know a lot of times house shoes or, or you know even even slippers or slides or anything like that flip-flops you can put them in flip-flops and uh the program is is designed to help with the structural support and and uh, and, and it's a three step arch support system. It's that simple. It, it, so it's not just an insert, you know, and in to help you to relax when you're when you're walking or whatever it is actually a total body wellness program they got 350 different sizes 25 different styles they're open seven days a week monday through saturday from 10 to 6 and sundays noon to 5 and you're saying well i don't know if this is is for me i don't know if this is what i need well the the consultation and the fitting is absolutely free. So you owe it to yourself to check them out. It's it's good feet. They're in the Central Texas Marketplace. And uh, tell them that you, you heard about it on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. We welcome in now Will London from Waco High from Baylor University and a U.S. Olympian, John Morris, along with Jerry Hill. And, Jerry, we're in the uh, presence of greatness here with an Olympian in Will London. Yeah, and first, uh, apparently first Olympian ever from Waco. I know you've talked about that a little bit, but how big a deal is that for you being the first from your hometown to ever make it to the Olympics? Uh, I didn't even know I was the first one until, like, people said it. But I guess it's just from, you know, being around at Baylor for so long, and I've seen Jeremy, Michael Johnson, those people. So I guess when they've been around so long, you kind of forget that they're not exactly from Waco. (laughs) But uh, it's exciting to know that I'm the first Olympian from Waco. You know, it was a great feeling, and I'm glad I get to uh, experience it, and the people around me can too. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. The monster trucks are coming. Are you ready for some mud? The Mud Fest is coming to the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds Friday and Saturday, August 20th and 21st. The Riesel Lions Club is proud to announce the return of the 2021 McLennan County Mud Fest, featuring side-by-side drag racing in the mud with some of the fastest mud dragsters on the planet, plus mega trucks. Come watch the 2,500 horsepower monster trucks tear up the all-new redesigned course with bigger jumps than ever before. These monster mega trucks will have you on the edge of your seat as they battle it out. Tough trucks, UTV side-by-side racing, and mega truck freestyle is sure to improve press kids power wheel races and much much more gates open at six show starts at seven both nights it's the mclennan county mud fest august 20th and 21st at the Riesel lions club fairgrounds buy your tickets at the gate twenty dollars for adults ten dollars for kids ages five to twelve and four and under or free event is byob with a ten dollar cooler charge hands only please limited seating is available so bring a lawn chair special thanks to rdo equipment small boy trucking and united Rose. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinsch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Baylor's annual Meet the Bears event will return to McLean Stadium Saturday, August 28th, with a free event scheduled from 2:30 to 4, and will feature student athletes from Baylor's football and include several of the Baylor's 19 athletic teams. Fans will have the opportunity to meet and get autographs from student athletes and coaches. Concession stands will be open, and admission to the public is free. Temple volleyball opened its season with a sweep over Waco yesterday. Amari Cooper has been activated off the pup list for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott was soft throwing to him in practice yesterday. It's the first time throwing for Prescott in two weeks. Rangers snap a six-game skid and beat the Mariners in 10 innings last night, 5-4. Rangers and Mariners again tonight, 9-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 542, we're 18 away from 6, and uh, it is time for the grab bag here this afternoon. Ward, let's start with the uh, the the top 25, the AP top 25. Bama 1, Clemson 2, Oklahoma 3, Ohio State 4, and Georgia 5. Any surprises there? Uh, I'm surprised A&M's not 5 instead of Georgia. The Aggies, by the way, come in at number seven. Iowa State is six. So you have two Big 12 programs, and OU at three, and Iowa State at six. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Any? I'm just trying to see if there's any big surprises when it comes to the top 25. Longhorns are at 19. Why? The brand. It, it, I mean, and I know that they, they have talent, but they always have talent. And they're eight and four. Mm -hmm. it, but it, yet, here we go. Yeah. And this is what drives me nuts about that. That, that just goes to show why the SEC opened their arms. <laughs> well, absolutely does, and it also goes to show why we have to move this thing out to twelve or sixteen teams. Everybody else in America, you're playing for the Peach Bowl or something like that. You're not playing to get into the. You, you can't. You can't play your way in. You have to hope that somebody plays their way out. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, it's the only game I know 
that it's not equitable for everybody in, in in college football. Everybody that plays high school football has a chance to win a state championship because you all start zero and zero. Everybody in the NFL starts zero and zero. But that's not the case when it comes to this game that we all love, college football. You it's do, not. You do not play your way into these championships. You play your way out. And so Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Ohio State, welcome to the tournament. You're in. Unless you screw it up. That's right. If those four go 12-0, and are those the four teams that are going to be in the tournament? Yes. Absolutely they are. It doesn't matter if Georgia goes 12-0. and It doesn't matter if Iowa State goes 12-0 and or the Aggies go 12 It doesn't to me. Those are the four teams. You're not going to leapfrog people unless they make, unless they fail. It's not about your success. It's about their failure. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it never has, and it never will. So, anyway, there you go. It's 544, 16 away from 6. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tune in to John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm Agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The monster trucks are coming. Are you ready for some mud? The Mud Fest is coming to the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds Friday and Saturday, August 20th and 21st. The Riesel Lions Club is proud to announce the return of the 2021 McLennan County Mud Fest, featuring side-by-side drag racing in the mud with some of the fastest mud dragsters on the planet, plus mega trucks. Come watch the 2,500 horsepower monster trucks tear up the all-new redesigned course with bigger jumps than ever before. These monster mega trucks will have you on the edge of your seat as they battle it out. Tough trucks, UTV side-by-side racing, and mega truck freestyle is sure to improve press, kids power wheel races, and much, much more. Gates open at 6, show starts at 7 both nights. It's the McLennan County Mud Fest, August 20th and 21st at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Buy your tickets at the gate. $20 for adults, $10 for kids ages 5 to 12, and 4 and under or free. Event is BYOB with a $10 cooler charge. Hands only, please. Limited seating is available, so bring a lawn chair. Special thanks to RDO Equipment, Snowboy Trucking, and United Rolls. The conditions are perfect for a group outing, and this season, the Rangers invite your crew to come out for a ball game. You'll find new group ticket prices starting with just 10 guests, new group spaces too, all in 72-degree comfort at Globe Life Field. Just a few home stands remain at the coolest new summer destination in Texas. Call 972-RANGERS now and let us help you find the best deal or visit texasrangers.com. It's good to be together again. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. 
Texas needs passionate teachers like you. McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Department offers three different programs that can be applied to a bachelor's degree or help start your career faster. The Associate of Applied Arts and Child Development, Associate of Arts and Teaching, and Certificate in Child Development are programs that only fit your work schedule, but allows you to work in the teaching field while taking classes. MCC can help you be the teacher you want to be. Apply now for fall at mclennan.edu or contact us at 299-8622 to get started today. All right, Ward, so you told me you watched Hard Knocks last night, huh? Yes. What was your What Locked was your impression uh, of the first episode? I, I like it. I mean, I, I, I don't watch Hard Knocks every year just because, um, you know, I'll tune into a couple of episodes and, and check it out no matter who it is, but I don't really lock into it. But I'm a Cowboy fan. Yeah, so, I'm with you. So I I want to I want to see everything in Cowboy fan and, and I've been to training camp for a couple of weeks at a time and so I I, I always like to see uh, what's going on because we didn't get to go this year and, and kind of keep an eye on it and I, I I like the behind the scenes I I like the stories that they bring up I think HBO does a great job with it I really do I enjoyed it last night yeah so. If, if it was the Atlanta Falcons or the Philadelphia Eagles or the L.A. Rams, I'm not watching it. I'll be honest. I, I'm not watching it. I, I, if I stumble across it, I will I will turn it on and leave it on. But if, do I go out and search for it for another team? No. Was it appointment watching for me last night because it was the Cowboys? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I watched it last night, and, and uh, the team meeting that Mike McCarthy held – uh, kind of got me jazzed up. He was ready to go, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've seen the schedule, 207 days into that Super Bowl. Everything we do is about winning the world championship. Pairings, that's all matters. And once you hold that trophy up, I'm going to tell you right now, it's heavy in your But when you hold it up, there ain't, there ain't nothing else in this business. You get it? Yeah, I, and it's you know he he also went on to say if you didn't see it and and I recommend that you go back and watch it if you get a chance. But if you're a Cowboy fan, but he also said it's not it's not winning games, it's not getting to the conference championship game. It's about that trophy, and that's all it's about. I yeah. like it. I mean that's that's what it should be. Yeah, he said. What did he say? It was seventy-seven guys. It takes seventy-seven guys. So mm-hmm. he's talking about coaches. He's talking about players. He's talking about the training staff. He's talking about everybody accountable. Uh, accountable, and, and that was his point uh, that he was trying to make uh, last night. Now I was listening to uh, Keyshawn uh, this morning, and he was kind of downplaying it. He, you know, he was saying, "Yeah, guys are wanting to go. Just go do the." Go, go get ready for the walkthrough. <laughs> that that rah-rah stuff doesn't work. But And I'm not sure that, that McCarthy was really even trying to do a rah-rah thing. I think he was genuinely passionate about this football team getting ready to go out and, and, and perform, and he wants this team to perform at a high level from the very first snap of the very first practice through the conclusion of the season. Well, it's more than that. It's it's about having your mindset right. And your mindset for a football team is not just what you do on the practice field. It's not what you do game day. It's not, you know, it, it goes into how you go about the meeting room, how you go about watching film, how you mm-hmm. approach the dining hall together as a team, how you approach, you know, the late night snacks runs and, and things like that. It includes 
everything. If you're going to be successful, you need to approach everything you do as a team the same way with one thing in mind. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, you go back and watch it on HBO. Hey, that is going to do it for us. Uh, it, it, it has been an interesting day, to say the least. Thanks for thanks for being a part of the program. Thanks for texting in. And we got one uh, that uh, we couldn't get to, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe we'll try to get to it tomorrow. We'll do this again tomorrow at 4 right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview.